It's 8.15, and you know what that means. On a Wednesday, anyway, it is time to bring in Brent Nelson, and Brent is the Mora High School principal. We like to get caught up once a week when we can pull that off. And, Brent, welcome to a Wednesday. Good morning, KBEK. Always a pleasure, my dear. What a beautiful morning. 39 for a high today. I suppose you wore your shorts and that awful Hawaiian shirt that I've seen you in before. (laughs) Uh, You know what? It, It beats last week that frigid temp we had, but we do have students that are crazy that wear shorts all the time. T-shirts, shorts, I don't get it. I don't either. In fact, when it was super, super cold, there was an older guy. I can't remember even where I was at, but he's just like T-shirt, shorts, walking around. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm in 15 layers, you know, crazy. But some people, I think their (laughs) thermostats just run a little different than the rest of us, so to speak. All right, Brent, let's talk about what's been going on since last week. Anything we need to touch on? Uh, you know, well, I guess one big thing that I know the community is excited for is it's Vassalopit weekend, mm-hmm. and we are excited for that here at school. We have a lot of students that are uh, volunteer in different ways. We have students that are skiing it. Um, I'm a member of the Moore Alliance Club, and they um, oversee the soup stops, so I'm excited to volunteer and welcome hundreds of skiers from around the, actually around the world. We have some that come from other countries, and just an exciting time to live in Mora. Absolutely. In fact, I talked with a couple representatives yesterday from the Vassalopit, and they said they have a 1,000 skiers registered right now, and they, of course, expect more yet this week and even on Saturday morning to sign up. So it's going to be a great day. Brent, did you help out last year with that too? I did, yeah. And remember just how terribly cold it was? <laughs> yeah, oh my. Uh, yeah, my fingertips were freezing. <laughs> it was crazy last year. In fact, I think they delayed the one race just because to try to let it warm up a little. So I'm glad that the weather sounds much better for this Saturday and Sunday, for that matter, because it's two days worth of uh, races going on. So we'll be talking. In fact, I mentioned we'll be out there broadcasting from 10 to noon. So you'll be out at a soup stop, so I can't talk to you. But if you were. Yeah, you know, if, you know. if uh, people have never gone to cheer this on, it's worth going just for the snotsicles. And if you don't know what that is, these skiers have snot dripping out of their nose and it <sighs> freezes. And it's so funny that, you know, how it looks. And they just, they keep going. I mean, see, oh, that, they have to. <laughs> that's, they just have to because they're racing, of course. But that's another yet of many reasons why I couldn't ski. But that would, I would have to stop and get a, you know, Kleenex out. That would make me crazy. So that's just wouldn't work for me at all. Besides, I have no skill in skiing. So that's the other one. But we have a great contingent of kids that are part of the cross country team here in Mora. I would say one of the most elite teams in the state because we have such a good setup to do cross country skiing. Absolutely. Yeah, so many volunteers work to make Mora a great place to ski. Yeah, it's really going to be a great weekend. I know a lot of the National Honor Society will be talking to a kiddo here that's part of that. They do that for volunteer hours, so they help out in, like you said, a number of ways. And the Vassalopin mentioned that, how much the high school kids help out and how much they appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool thing. So what else do we have happening there, sir? Um, well, today, a lot of people don't know, but um, this week is National School Counselors Week. And, you know, at our school here, we have two counselors, Ms. Sarah Elstrom and Ms. Samantha Two, And they do a lot here. That, that role has changed a lot over the years. Um, they, they're each responsible for overseeing about 400 students. Hmm. And it is, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even tell you all the stuff um, from mental health support to 
crisis intervention to relationships, bullying, academic support, academic planning, career planning, doing groups, homeless, highly mobile, making the schedule. Um, the, the list goes on and on. So I just want to thank them for all they do. Yeah, it's so good that they're being remembered too, specifically with this time period, but certainly all year long, appreciate what they're doing. And is there anything else, my dear? The most exciting thing I saved for last, okay. and that is Mora High School is sending our one-act team to state. That's and awesome. This, I don't know if it's true, but what I've heard is we haven't sent a team since 1998. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I... I brought in someone today that can talk about that. She's a major part of that. Um, the, the leader of this um, group is Ms. Patnod. Um, we compete Friday at 11.45 at St. Kate's, and we're trying to send a fan bus if students are interested in going. But uh, I have a senior here that I'd like to introduce. Is that okay? Absolutely. Robin? Please do. All right. So with me here, I have senior Marin Ryan. I know her the best from tennis. I have three sons in tennis, and she's been an amazing mentor and leader for them as they've grown over the years in tennis. But she's also a big part of one act. Here's senior Marin Ryan. Good morning, Marin. Hi. Hey, how you doing, dear? I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful. And let's start with this one act play, because I know you're also, I'm a, and I should never assume, but I'm assuming you're part of all the theatrical things that happened uh, and, and are continuing to happen at Mora High School. Am I on the right track there? Yes, absolutely. I love theater so much. Have you been doing that since you were, you know, as long as possible as far as school goes? Yeah, I've been doing it since uh, seventh grade because that's when it was first offered to me. And ever since then, I've just loved it. And just being on stage is amazing. So much fun. And what, so explain for someone who's not as familiar, you know, we hear about the musicals and that kind of thing, but talk about the one act. How, how is it different from the other things that you do in theater? Well, one act is, it's very, very based on your acting skills and it's a lot more, we'll just say kind of depressing because the stories that we're <laughs> telling are very sad. Okay. Um, but they're also, they're very educational and um, that's kind of like as we're performing in front of judges, that's what they look for. Okay. And yeah, and it's also it's only 35 minutes or less, so it's a lot shorter than a musical. How do you choose what, you know, as far as what you're going to do and then ultimately in this case to get to go to the state? I mean, it's awesome. Well, last year we picked, we had an okay show, but um, this year we found that the sadder the shows are, the more likely they are to continue. <laughs> Great. And so Ms. Patnod, she picked us a really good show, and it's been a blast putting it together, and it's really the cast, just working with the cast and having good chemistry is very helpful. No doubt. How many kids are involved? Uh, there's only eight of us, but we have three amazing technicians, which is really nice. Okay, and I just wondered, I figured it was a smaller group, you know, compared to, let's say, the musical or something like that each year. So that's amazing, and right from the get-go, I want to wish you and all your uh, your thespians, if you will, the best of luck. And we'll find out how you guys do and, and uh, talk about that, like, like Brent mentioned, maybe we can have Ann in another time and talk it up. So I'm looking forward to that. See, talk a little bit about being not just a tennis player, but you also, it sounds like you're the manager for the boys' tennis team. Tell us how you got into tennis. Well, back when I was in sixth grade, I had the head girls' tennis coach as my teacher. 
and she would she would leave and I would be interested as to how her tennis experiences went and then I tried out girls tennis um there was a camp the end of sixth grade and I really liked it and so I kept going and so seventh grade started and I loved it and the coach was she's just amazing and I have continued ever since and I've worked really hard and this is my second year being captain so I was captain in 11th grade as well and it's just been it's been nice and working with the boys is really fun too because they just make it such a great environment and we all joke around and so it's it's not as much work as it is just going and hitting, but also like with a purpose. Sure, absolutely. That makes so much sense. And uh, explain for somebody not as familiar, so when is your season? How does that go? Because I know the guys and the gals kind of are, are opposite each other, aren't they? Yeah. So the girl season starts, honestly, right about the end of July and then all of August. And usually we're done, depending on how far you go, but it's um, usually the beginning of October. Okay. So our season flies by. Okay. And then the guys, are there more of a spring thing, correct? Yeah, it starts about the end of March and goes through, could be the middle of May. Okay, well, best of luck. I know you're kind of finished up with that for this year as being a senior. Do you think you'll try to do tennis when you go to college, too, if you can? Yeah, I was talking with my mom, and we decided that intramurals is probably the best it's going to get because I don't really want to do lots of competition, like, you know. Right. I don't know. Being the first year of college, I just figure there's going to be pressure and I got to manage my schedule. And so I think intramurals are the best way to go. Great. Then you can still continue, but it doesn't uh, overwhelm you when you're trying to keep up with, I'm sure, a heavy class schedule. So that's very smart. Say, so Minnesota Honor Society and National Honor Society, I've heard of both, obviously. Can you give us just the difference? One is kind of the state level. Explain the difference for us. Um. To be honest, I'm not super sure what the difference okay, is. Okay, because I'm curious Minnesota, too. <laughs> Minnesota Honor Society is more the school. Okay. Um, and then National Honor Society, I received a letter in the mail saying that I was eligible, but I had to pay a fee to be in it. And so I did. And I, it just feels nice to be able to say that I was in National Honor Society as well as Minnesota Honor Society. Sure. Because yeah. I can do more like community things with Minnesota Honor Society, and then with National Honor Society, it's more like around the world, or like sure. around the country. Sure. No, it makes that does make sense, national uh, as opposed to the Minnesota. Well, good for you, and congratulations on that. So you. Uh, you talked about college a little bit, and it sounds like you're kind of set. You know what you want to do. You're going to St. Scholastica. And tell us again what you're uh, considering taking there, dear. I would like to major in secondary education so that I can be a high school math teacher. How cool is that? (laughs) The peanut gallery is backing you up. I can hear that. Hired. Hired. (laughs) Yes, you know you have a spot when you're done, right? You're all set. Just come back to Mora. We want you to come here. How, uh, As far as choosing St. Scholastica, was there a particular reason you decided to go there? Well, not necessarily. I first toured... Uh, Morris and I really liked that campus and I thought I was set I was ready to go to Morris and then I toured St. Scholastica and I was like this is where I'm meant to go to college cool okay so it's it's closer to my family and also there's a lot more things that I could be a part of as well as like being in the community and I've heard when I toured their college they actually said that 
the community, like the college students get really involved in the community and I just, I love that. That's a good fit for you because I, I can tell you're definitely more of an extrovert than an introvert, and that's good to have all those choices, right? And I mean that in the best way possible, absolutely. Good for you. I don't want to uh, finish up without talking about a choir that you joined back in 10th grade. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, Unum Vox. I have been in that since 10th grade, um, and I had to audition to the choir and at first, it was really nerve-wracking because I was like, I've never auditioned to be in a choir before. And so I went in and did my audition, and the lady who runs it, she is just a peach. She is so sweet <laughs> and made the audition process so much easier. And um, I got in, and I've been in it ever since. I still had to audition 11th and 12th grade, but I am currently in it right now. And it's just so fun to make music with people who I don't see every day. Right. And do you, where do you, where do you do performances? How do you practice? I'm just kind of curious on the backstory. Yeah, we practice at a church in Cambridge. I'm blanking on the name, but I think. Okay. So Lutheran Church, I, I can't remember. But then we do performances kind of all around. So it's like we've done some in Rush City. We've done some in Mora. Um, we've done a couple in Bram and in Pease. It's just kind of all around. And what type of music do you usually use? Um, that's a great question. There's a little bit of everything. Okay. Towards the spring, we do more like pop music, and then in the winter, we sing winter music or like uh, Christmas music. Sure. No, it and makes then, sense. Do you have to do? Yeah, there's just like. I'm sorry. I was just going to. Classical pieces. That's what I was going to ask, and and I didn't mean to interrupt there, but I know sometimes there's certain. Uh, let's see, when you're studying and almost studying choir music when you get to this level, that they get into the classics and some of those things because the way you interpret it's a little different than music more like today. And there's a lot of learning value in that. That's what I was wondering. So you do some of that as well. Yeah. Cool. Good for you. Well, Marin, I have to ask you to do a shout out. Is there anybody you want to shout out to this morning? I would love to shout out to my mom. She has been there for me forever and she is so supportive and I love her so much. Well, you are just a sweetheart. And I'll tell you what, it sounds like pretty much, you know, you see those red carpet events and they, they roll the carpet out in front of somebody. That's how I feel your life is right now, Mar. And I think you're just going to, the, the carpet is there. You're walking on it. You're doing all these wonderful things at school. And you've got uh, everything kind of mapped out for the future. So I want to wish you the very best with everything. Good luck with the one-act play coming up. Please have somebody, uh, Brent or whoever, just let us know how you guys do, and I'd love to mention it on the air. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure, my dear. And Brent Nelson, another great choice. (laughs) Hey, do I get to give a shout-out? Absolutely. Hey, this is our one-act cast. Saul Thompson, Isabel Keir, Hazel Carta, Marin Ryan, Sophie Ryan, Anna Kerr, Molly Holmgren, Kiana Brash, Audrey Peters, Titus Hamilton, and Lily Holzer. Congrats on going to state. Absolutely, and best of luck, and we will catch up next week and find out how they did.